Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian. And thanks for joining us again another week. We are on episode number 64. And this week, we're talking to Casey Perkins, the owner of Williams Hill Pass in Harrisburg, Illinois. We're going to talk to him about the upcoming race with uh, Point One Racing. And then we're going to also talk about all of the prep that went into Loki before we headed out for the Naxia Midwest chapter Winterfest event that I just returned from. Welcome back. Amen to that. You didn't die. Hey, that's the biggest takeaway from the whole event. That's always a good, you, you know, went to an XJ event and, and you didn't, didn't die. die. But did you die? <laughs> Actually, I can say no, you didn't. I that's, made it back. That's the goal. I made it back. And so did Loki. <laughs> Whether or not it's in uh, one piece, yeah, you'll have to wait. still buried in the quarry and you don't need to talk about it. We'll just move on. I left the title on the hood and yep. somebody else can fetch yep. that motherfucker. Yep. Um, so yeah, somebody just hopped in their shit and was like, I'm going, I'm going, <laughs> and here. away we go. Yep. It's like, I'm gonna get them fouties. I'm gonna get them fouties. <laughs> Sorry, we brought those home. Those are not on the dude. <laughs> it's they get, on, they get there and stripped, and they're like, Well, you said it was here. I'm like, Well, yeah, we took the good stuff, <laughs> left a door. Thanks, it's literally a shell. Yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I think yes. the shell has just as much sentimental value as as anything else has in it. Peel the podcasting of the windshield. <laughs> you even leave the sticker. Come on. Like, no. No. Uh, that's wonderful. So, uh, <laughs> word on the street is you got called out on the internet this week. Did you yeah. forget something? I did forget some stuff. <laughs> so, apparently Ian did not write down notes last week. I didn't do notes, and lo and behold, as usual, somebody calls me out. So, I have to call them back out. Isn't that how like that it. works? Don't, uh, they yeah. call you out, so you got to call them out. I would love something? to know what you call them. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a good call out. I don't know. Good call out, right? Not bad. All right. Let's hear it. So, last week we did a little recap segment about um carter fest and the event we did and went and put a race on down there uh in arkansas and uh apparently it's been brought to my attention <laughs> i don't even know how you forget to do this but if uh, there's a way i can do it i mean if you didn't uh, know if you didn't have the information God. i would understand but seemingly have, you yeah, had the information it, done it yeah was bad <laughs> uh so seemingly i talked about this entire event and um didn't mention ne- the guy that you know won the event <laughs> neglected to mention the winner <sighs> so is a, that is a bit of information that maybe somebody would have liked to have known well i mean how or, many or he deserves credit for you know how many people do you think were listening to it and got to the end of that were like who won who, who won <laughs> well i can tell you nobody one there guy, were no winners the guy that won was like Thanks for not giving me a shout out for uh, at least winning. And I was like, yeah. were you were you like on the one hand a little upset? You're like, oh no, like ah, oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't shout him out. On the other hand, you're like, wait, how did you know I didn't shout you out? I was excited to listen to the podcast, okay. but I was also like, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I know that you should have known better for yeah. one. So this week, dropping the ball is my specialty. We're gonna, that's what I'm good. I got to be good at some. I'm going to shout out not one, not two, not three people. But seven. No, I lied. Three people. Okay. Um, I went to, I kept going. I'm like, I'm going to name everybody that was in the entire town so nobody can be <laughs> mad. So third place. Yes. At the Carter Fest off-road race was John Campbell. Nice. Golf club. 
Congratulations, John. Second place was Mr. Larry Crook. Golf clap also? Golf clap. We'll give him a golf clap because then they'll be mad they didn't get a golf clap. Oh, yeah, we did get a golf clap. (laughs) And definitely not last because he was first, Mr. Anthony Young. Congratulations. Taking the money. We give him like an adult clap. Well, I would love to. I don't have a sound like the cheers. Have I'll have to see if I can find some cheers for that. Yeah, party girl woo sound. Yeah, woo woo sound. Woo girl, woo dude, woo dude. Yeah, woo dude. Yeah, woo you woo said dude. clap like a man. So woo yes. dude, man clap, man clap. Um, so yeah, he took <laughs> home the title. Um, he will ruin the good feel good story and uh, and tell you the that I'm I'm right but I'm wrong. Uh, the margin for victory was 0.1 seconds. How fitting. It was pretty cool. Was it? It was, it was point one two two. Yeah. Yeah. Like still, he he said, one. typical racer, like point one two. Yeah. Like two hundredths of a second. Like, come on. But to a racer, that's like, might as well be a hundred yards. Yep. You know what I mean? So, hey, he ruins our feel good story with a point zero two um, margin of victory of point one two. Yes. Mind blowing. Nicely done. So, congrats. Here's your shout out. Moment of glory. Hope it feels good. He stopped listening when you didn't shout him out last week. Yeah. He'll never, <laughs> never listen to another podcast. And I'm like, I'm owning it. I'm owning the screw. You'll up. find out. You'll find out if you get a message like, oh, appreciate that. Yeah. Little like head nod. Yeah. Sees you at the next race. He's like, nah. You're a dick. <laughs> Oh boy, Tempor. Well, that is done. I feel better. I got that off my chest. Just got that all taken care of. I can sleep Excellent. at night now. Okay. Places you can find this podcast, other than where you're listening right now, are YouTube, and also obviously available on all podcast platforms. You can also check out our um, some of our stuff over on Instagram at total underscore offroad underscore podcast. If you'd like to follow us over there. We're also available on Facebook, Total Off-Road Podcast, and we have our Facebook group for our listeners, which is the Total Off-Road Podcast Trail Riders group. Go over there. we got two simple questions to ask. If you listen to any episodes at all, you will know the answers. If you don't know the answers, just bullshit them and you'll be in the group. That is true. Right. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I mean, it is true. If you put anything down, if you put Ian is Ian. Just answer the damn questions, but we're that just works saying like. It's not that hard. There's a bypass. <laughs> There's a bypass. For you folks that need the bypass. There's one. There's a bypass. There may be a workaround. Yes. So uh, is there some, uh, where can we find some information about Williams Hill Pass? So Williams Hill Pass is on Facebook at Williams Hill Pass OHV slash ATV Park. So check them out. They're in Harrisburg, Illinois. Um, if you need race info for the event, check out Point One Off Road Racing on Facebook. Um, check out Point One Dot Racing website. All the info is there. I don't know. That's all you get. If you yeah, can't find it in any of need. those locations, then phone a friend. Short but sweet is what we like. Yep. Very simple. We have plenty of places to find our shit. It's everywhere. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and roll into talking to Casey Perkins, and uh, we'll go ahead and give him a call and see what he has to say about this upcoming event. Today, we have a very special guest. 
Are you excited about our guests? I am. I'm ready to hear some a little bit more about this park and learn a little bit more about what we can do, who could go and play there. Ooh, okay. Well, let's bring him on. We Today, we have a very special guest who is going to tell us all kinds of information about Williams Hill Pass down in Harrisburg, Illinois. We've got Casey Perkins. Casey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Not horrible. I'm not complaining. Could be worse. Steve's drinking my Red Bull, but uh, I got to watch drinking my Red Bull. So as you poured it, that's karma. <laughs> that's karma. You spilled the Red Bull on yourself. On a uh, winter sweatshirt. Nice. So we're here Better to talk a little bit today about we've got a, the point one off-road racing series. First race um, is happening March 20th down in Harrisburg, Illinois, which I'm excited about. Because that's the closest race of the season for me. It's only three hours from here. Um, it's down in southern Illinois. I wrote down in my notes, it's 111 miles southeast of St. Louis. It's kind of a ballpark, like, gives somebody a general idea of where Harrisburg's at. Um, basically, all I've got here on my notes, I say notes like I've got a lot of professional things wrote down. Um, March 20th. 11 o'clock in the morning is when it starts. It's 30 bucks for the weekend to get in, $25 for the day, kids 10 under free. And as of the time we recorded this, which is Sunday night, we've got 17 bouncers and 21 UTVs signed up. And if anybody's not familiar with the point one style format, we do a two hill, two at a time race format. Then we do... The top 10 bouncers come back and the top five side-by-sides come back. So we are looking at quite a few passes up the race hill. It's going to be a busy day. So that's all I've got on my note sheet. So now, Casey, I want to kind of turn it over to you and let you kind of tell us anything else that I do not have on my notes. Well, I have personally purchased a Yeti 160 cooler. Um, and for anybody that shops in Sling County, the 17th, 18th, 19th, and the morning of the 20th, uh, if they bring the receipts to the park, look up uh, one of the workers at the gate or me, uh, we're going to trade you for every $30 that you have spent inside Sling County, any business inside Sling County. We're going to give you a ticket for free to win this Yeti cooler. I'm going to need you, so to, nice. need you to rig that because I could I could use one of those. You have three. But I don't have a Yeti. Roto molded coolers. But not a Yeti. Well, I get that. But do you but really But I'm going to need- spend 30 bucks and then we agree right here that I'm going to rig the, <laughs> the thing and I'm going to win it. Every time. This I is- got to try. Somebody someday <laughs> is going to give me the green light and they're going to be like, Hell yeah, we now, can do that. He's, he's going to say now, no now problem. Shelby has Shelby's decided he's going to wait and fuel his truck up when he gets here. Well, Solid. That, he's is he not even eligible for this? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Every, everyone's <laughs> eligible. I mean, hold on. I'm eligible for it to be rigged and win it for me. But if he's going to win it, ineligible. Ineligible. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. absolutely. Um, that is one of the like. I don't know. I'm not a yeti fanatic but i know they're not cheap that's a pretty damn good deal that you got to go buy 30 bucks and i honestly until just now did not know that you were doing it the what do you say the 17th through the the morning of the 20th 
I thought yes. it was just the one day. So I was like, you know, if you're driving in, like fill up that morning kind of a thing. I did not know you're talking a couple extra days of purchasing time too. Oh yeah. Uh, it ends up being a four day, well, three and a half day. Uh, Cause the race is starting at 11. Yep. Uh, there will be a intermission theory, I guess, between the big bouncers and the side-by-side bouncers. Yep. That's when we're going to do it. Nice. We're going to draw and give it away at that point. That's exciting. Isn't it? Um, I'm excited. Like, that's cool. Like, you don't usually see, like, usually you got to, like, I don't know, do something or, you know, you're literally going to be there. So buy your gas there, buy your lunch there, buy your groceries there, fill your truck up. Rig so up. that's all you gotta do. Huh, so uh, and that's anything in Wayne County, Saline County. Oh, Saline County, Saline County, Saline. Oh, I see it there. Yep. That's cool. Uh, I get you. Now you're so, following it in on the Google Maps. Oh, uh, dialing in. I'm trying to see how far <laughs> to the edges. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, getting his map slide whoa, out. How and, many gas stations yeah. are in this here county? Yep. <laughs> can I, can I bring my <laughs> fuel trailer? Many, we have just as many gas stations as we do banks, and we have as many banks as we do churches. Here's what you do, Ian. So I we have to, plenty of gas stations. I don't even know how many listen, bars are in town. Ian, here's what you do. There's right. actually three. <laughs> you ready? You're yes. Ready. All you do is you go into t- into into the county the day that this starts, right? Yep. And you just drive around place to place, yep. finding receipts that people have left behind. <laughs> What if I just stand outside like a Walmart or something? Be like, yeah, just, I'll just buy your receipt and buy the receipt. Yeah, off. Well, fifty I cents. I mean, yeah, I give you a dollar for that receipt. Buck a if receipt. You, if I was coming out of Walmart and you try yeah. to give me a dollar for my receipt, I'd be like, oh yeah, well I didn't even need it anyway. So right, yeah, I give you a dollar for your receipt. They're like, what? Why? But then you may have credit card numbers, so most people won't do that. Yeah, I won't. But they're not on the receipts. Depending <laughs> on if they think about this in the split <laughs> second, you <laughs> try We're to not worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to steal your identity. Just trying to win a Yeti cooler. <laughs> <laughs> give you a buck for your receipt yeah, one dollar I, I think if you just put a camera on your shoulder you're like i'm doing this for a game show they're like oh man oh great <laughs> that's still not a guarantee that i'm gonna win though you know like, what and if you have I'd, Catherine, be so, I'd be so pissed if i spent four days standing outside of walmart and spend buying like a hundred dollars buying yeah. receipts right and then shelby fills up his freaking dually yeah. and wins it now he, he buys, wins. He yeah. buys like a twinkie he buys like a 30 dollars a twinkie now you gotta spend 30 dollars oh 30 dollars is right so every 30 like he spends 30 dollars because you know he's going to he would yeah. put thirty dollars and one penny in uh, fuel. just to oh just to drive the nail in. He, he poured like half of it in the trash can because it wouldn't fit in the yeah. truck. Yep. He accidentally had to fill up a little early. Yeah. One penny <laughs> over and he would win this cooler. And I just spent hundred dollars in three days outside of Walmart. That's well, my, that's I mean, my luck. you you stimulus to the economy in the area. I did. Yeah. 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 Hundred dollars. Pretty much what the idea is with this <laughs> is it, it's just yeah. gonna. Pull more business into the county. Yep. I like it. It sounds like a cool idea, and I like the uh, I like the idea. I like the concept. Yeah, we're planning on fueling up right before we get to the park. It's usually what yep. we kind of do so, anyway with the generator and stuff. But that's yeah. dope. Um, so, well, I was down there today working on it, and and you're talking about the two passes that you do as as the race. Yep. I can just so people understand this. I had a bobcat. At the base of the hill, and the bluff that they're going to be going up was probably four foot higher than the cab of the bobcat. Nice, dude. I'm telling you. Yep. I have a case backhoe, extend a hoe, and I sat up on top of it and was trying to get some of the brush out that yep. we'd cut, and I couldn't reach the bottom. 
What's so, that? What's that about? Sixteen. And we're feet? not rec wheeling this. We're racing this. Like that's like the. I was literally talking to somebody this earlier this morning, and I was like, some of these hills, like I'd show up if I was a driver, I'd show up and I'd look at, and I would stand there and I would go, okay, well I could see, you know, you kind of pick your line like you do, kind of rock crawling thing, and I'm like. But that's not the mentality that these guys have because they pull up on the line. They get to study the hill and look at it when when the timer goes, you're I mean, you're racing. You don't have yeah, time to like rock crawl and pick your way through. You got one shot to roll up there, send it how you think it's going to work and it's either going to work or it ain't. And then when the first guy figures it out, then it's just on like Donkey Kong and the right. faster guy faster. And then, oh, man. And you got to push harder, or you're not going to be in the money. And that is why I love it. Yep. It, it will definitely be interesting. It's, uh, Heath had made the comment before it's not going to be a real hard track yep. to, to actually climb. It's going to be more of a technical. Uh, the drivers are going to have to actually think about this one. <laughs> Well, that's the uh, that's what I like. I like to uh, I like to see a real driver course. This will be one of them. That's what I like. And uh, I know one thing too that I think is worth noting. This is the first race at this park ever. Ever. This is actually, if you want to go on the first theory, this is the first race in the entire state of Illinois. Ever. For rock bouncing, the first race at the park ever for rock bouncing, and the first race for point one ever. So we've got three firsts right here, all at one point. It's going to be a it, good time. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an event that you're either going to be at, or you're going to wish for the next five years you were at it. Oh, I love that. I uh, I know we talked earlier this week on the phone a little bit about some stuff you had done to uh, promote the event. And I know I made the comment and it still stands true today that it excites me on a new level to see parks get that involved um, with promoting a race. And that to me is so exciting to see how much has been done on your behalf um, to promote the race. Yeah, I've actually, I've got two billboards in Sling County that's running it. I've got, we've got a dollar saver magazine that is sent out free of charge to, I believe, nine counties. Wow. Everybody that lives in that county gets one. And point one at Williams Hill Pass is the front page. That's awesome. So we're talking nine counties are going to see this this ad uh, the ninth. It comes out. Yeah, <clears throat> that's exciting. And uh, I don't know. It was cool to see a picture. I know you'd sent some pictures of the billboard earlier. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool to see something like that. It's not something you see on a normal billboard. And I just know like. From my perspective, if I was driving down the road and saw that on a billboard, like my interest would be peaked. I I actually have here in the last four or five days, I receive 
50 at least, at least 50 calls a day. Wow. With people saying, we'll be there. Nice. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it is getting huge. I think we have, if not all of Sling County, we're, we're pushing the 90% mark. Uh, of Swain County that's going to turn out. Nice. I know, uh, I know my wife has some family that lives in Marion and, uh, she had reshared a, one of the race flyers for Williams Hill the other day and they had hit her up and were like, Oh, you know, are you going to this? And, and she's <laughs> like, Oh, well, yeah, I'll be there with point one. And they're like, Oh, that's awesome. Like, you know, we just heard about it and we're, you know, thought it'd be a good time to go. And saw you had posted that and they kind of went back and forth. And I think it's, it's kind of funny because I think her parents are actually going to meet up with them to see them and also see a race at the same time. Cause awesome. it's only three hour drive. So I'm like, this is your shot to make it to a, a race that's close to us. And, yes. uh, I, I, so I'm hoping it turns out well for everybody. We've even, we have even uh, above and beyond the billboards and the, and the front page ad on the dollar saver, the Sling County Tourism Board has uh, put it on their website and put nice. it, I believe, all the way through the entire state of Illinois for the tourism board for point one. And that's how you promote. Oh yeah. He's, <laughs> he's done well. He's yep. done well. And that's the thing. Like I love, <clears throat> I love being partnered with parks like that because you, you put your time into it. You want somebody to put their time into it so you can both prosper, you know, like right. we're not out here to make millions of dollars doing no. this, but we're out here to have a big ass cool event. And that's the, you know, you want to get into race promoting to right. make money. You're doing the wrong so, thing. So have we talked about yeah. how much it is? We have actually, we've actually got uh, Marion, Illinois has got a uh, National Guard there. Mm-hmm. They are going to send people out for it as well. So we'll have National Guard there handing out T-shirts, hats, huggies. Free stuff? Yes. Free. Nice. I mean, It'll be there for everybody to get. Uh, we actually have, I believe, some uh, wounded warriors that awesome. are going to come in. That'd be cool. It will be cool as well. Uh, I donated. I donated, and and point one. Uh, I talked to Shelby on this, and we've donated five uh, weekend passes and five race day passes to. Z100 radio station for a telethon that they're doing. It's for St. Jude's. Z100 is going to auction off the five weekend passes and five day passes. Awesome. That I and Point One has donated to them, and all the money raised off of them will go to the charity. So we we did that one as well. I think we I. I can't think of anything else to do to even promote any more than that. Well, here's what we do like to do, always promote to do and welcome people to partake in. Um, So something that I would say is unique to the sport that we're in is the, I don't want to say transparency, but the, the, 
I don't even know how you would word it. The access to the the race hill, the racers, the race yeah. buggies, like the access <clears throat> is top level. Like you can go to a NASCAR race and you can sit in the grandstands for the grandstand ticket price. You watch the race, you go home. You yes. want to get inside the infield, all that. You got to buy hot passes and spend even more money to get in there. And you still get, oh, the guy, you know, your favorite driver walks by. And, you know, you may get Maybe. an autograph if you're quick and lucky, but like you're not going to stand there and shoot the shit with your favorite NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. So, right. Then drag racing, I will say drag racing is pretty, you know, open about it and that's a good time to go uh monster jams kind of the same thing but i think what we kind of try to do is take it one step farther if you come down before the race we like to stage the buggies down there to the, where they're going to be staged for the day ahead of time after the driver's meeting we'll get them all down there and what we try to do is come up like you see all these buggies on youtube you watch all these drivers on social media you see these things like upside down on race hills you can come touch it. You can come check it out. Bring your kids. Put your kid right there. Like if they want to meet Tim Cameron or any of these big name guys that are going to be there, they'll stand there. They'll talk to you, take pictures, sign autographs, whatever you need. And I guarantee you, if you ask nicely, they'll probably put you in the buggy. They'll let you sit oh, there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm excited about that, let alone some like young kid that's like, oh, my gosh, this is my idol. Like, oh, my gosh, I'd be tickled with that whole opportunity. So, oh, yes. And and I will say that it is a total uh, open atmosphere on meeting people, talking to people. Uh, Jed Harper, which is my neighbor, he's got one of the uh, TC bouncers. Yep. And I'd contacted him and he's brought the bouncer down to Williams Hill for a photo shoot for our newspaper. Uh, And we've done a front page article in the newspaper last week, uh, which Jed has not let me sit in the driver's seat yet. It's because he knows what you're going to do. He he knows what you're going to do if you get in there. Yes. I'm still working on that. Maybe, maybe after the podcast, I can, you know, kind of guilt trip him into it. Yep. Tell him you got like, you know, celebrity (laughs) status or something cool. But Yeah. uh, Yeah. But yeah, he'll let me look at it. He'll let me touch it, you know. But sitting in it, he just quite hasn't done that. I don't think he's unhooked the battery. Then he'll let me sit in it. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I'll figure out how to start it and be gone. <laughs> See, and that's probably why nobody lets me sit in theirs either. But like, there's a difference between <laughs> oh, me, me and like let, a young kid. You let know? me just strap yes. these seat belts up here. Yeah. Uh, what's it oh, sound like if oh, I start? This does this it shake this, much? Is this how these work? Oh, look, this is the start button gas pedal. <laughs> Bye, how's, the, for how's the steering in this when it's running? I don't need steering. I just uh, go. You gotta, you gotta. I mean, if you gotta drive that buggy without yeah. a steering wheel, you'll figure it out. As long um, as you can get away from whoever's trying to keep you from driving the buggy. I got you. I yeah. always carry a crescent wrench in my pocket. There I can adjust go. it and put it on the end there. <laughs> Send it. That's a big crescent wrench. Yeah, well, what happened was, <laughs> and that just gives them something to hit you with when they catch you. Love it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. Uh, so, yeah, so that's something we kind of try to do at our races. And I know a lot of other series try to do the same thing um, because, I mean, I, I could not imagine being a young fan of the sport or even whatever age fan 
and having that much access, it literally costs you what twenty five dollars to get in for the day. Yeah, you, you it, get everything. It, yeah, it's it's uh, it's probably the best experience you will ever have in your life for twenty five bucks. That's probably a fact. Usually, I mean, those are expensive. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not every day gonna stand around fifteen hundred horsepower and. They do such amazing things. It's uh, it's funny because I I still stand there and kind of go, huh? Well, that well, he just just walked up that, huh? Yeah. And I mean, like it it still impresses me to watch because it's just constant of all uh, you know, evolution of the rigs and the skills and the hills just have to keep up with that and uh. I don't know. There's a couple times last year where I would stand there and talk with Heath and I go, dude, I don't think anybody's going to climb this hill. And then he's like, oh, no, what? You know, this is how they'll do it. And sure enough, they figure it out. And then it seems like once somebody figures it out, then it's then it's, it's hammered down and it's on. And I mean, it's it's just yeah. cool to watch. And uh, I'm excited. It's coming to Illinois. Uh, I know. Oh, I'm I know. I can't uh, keep giving Shelby shit because it's like a 12 hour drive for him where it's like a three for me. So yes. it's beautiful, in my opinion. Just so you know, I've gigged Shelby about it as well. Yep. For you. Good. Somebody needs uh, to. <laughs> but we've also, when people come in, we have, and it's kind of amazing. You're, you guys are from northern Illinois from us. Yep. Northern. Or nowhere. A little flatter up there. Yes. When you get down here, it's it's flat, and then all of a sudden That's you're nice. you're just climbing the hills yeah. in your vehicle. And you're thinking, man, this is kind of neat. Well, you get down to where Williams Hill Pass is, and you're driving in, and you look to the left of your vehicle as you're driving in, and it's 50, 60 feet down there. Yep. That's going to be fun getting to in the night. So the, the train just instantly changes on you. So it is a very beautiful area to be in. And it's It'll even, be very interesting to see these guys if they can make it. Yep. I'm sure one of them will. Oh, man. See, that's the cool thing. I've, I've stood there and watched some race hills. And I'm like, hey, no way. Like, not going to have them. Just not. This is unclimbable. Like Heath has done it again. And then as soon as one person makes it, like one person will kind of make it maybe. And then yes. the next guy goes, oh, now I see, you know, and they nail it. And then once that floodgates get open, man, it is, it is impressive it's to watch. Long. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Uh, I think we have probably the, I'm going to say the, the toughest theory because it, it, in my eyes, you know, running up the hill is one thing, but these guys are dodging trees. They're dodging ditches and gullies. And, and it's just amazing how these machines just suck it up and, and handle it. And the, the interesting thing for me, <laughs> and I have to keep reminding myself of it constantly. We're not just making it like wreck trail riding. This is, this is racing. Like yeah. the, the first race that we've done this, this year so far literally was two passes 
or three passes, excuse me, three passes with your fastest third run or fat, your third run and your fastest of the first two runs. And that literally $5,000 win came within a tenth of a second. Yes. And when you stand there and look at the hill on where you could pick up or lose a tenth or two of a second in something like a 1400 horsepower rock bouncer or a side by side, which the power to weight ratio in a side by side anymore is just stupid. Yes. Like these guys are running nitrous on side by sides. Like it's turbo golf cart. Dumb. It's, it's dumb power. <laughs> um, but like where you could make up a tenth of a second, I, it blows my mind. And that's oh, yeah. how much five grand of a difference made. So, yeah. I mean, that's how tight it is because that's how good they are. So I, I'm excited about it. And I've seen some pictures um, of the terrain and I'm excited about it. So I had to step out for a second. Did we get to a chance to ask about vehicles on the property? For no, this? that I will let you ask that question. So I know that this, that your park is a ATV, UTV and motocross uh, park due to grants and things like that. Now for this event, are you guys able to allow full size vehicle to roam the trails or is it for only for race vehicles? There are some trails and I mean, very few trails Uh that is actually on the property itself. Okay. Most of the, most of the trails are in the shiny national forest. Okay. And so those are, uh, and those are all restricted. Yeah. Those yeah. are restricted by the, by the forestry department. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can, Jeeps are more than welcome to drive around the park. Uh, we've got one, maybe two trails that are open enough uh-huh. uh, to do that on. And they're worth their, it's worth the time to either drive it down or trailer it down. Right. It's worth its time. Well, because you're we gonna need a, you're gonna need a golf cart for the weekend anyway, so why not be your Jeep, right? I've done, oh yeah, or your off rig anyway. Yes, and, <laughs> and we have a. The good thing about Williams Hill is we have a cross that is in the back of the property. Uh-huh. The very furthest back corner of the property has a cross. You have to have either a side by side, a Jeep, you know, something. a four wheel drive truck, or something to get back there because these trails aren't. You know, it's they're not made for paved princesses. They're made right. for a Jeep or, or something that can handle some rougher terrain. Uh-huh. And it's worth going back to and, and having a picture with, you know, and everybody's yeah, so, welcome to do that. Cool. Okay. So that answers that question of can you bring your rig down this weekend? Absolutely. You can. Yep. Oh, yes. Cool. Awesome. The other question I have is I have not seen personally where the race hill is located on the property. Um, so say I am a spectator that comes down that I do not own a four wheel drive vehicle. How's that work out for me? Okay. What we've got is we've got a blacktop road. When you enter the park, the race hill will actually be on your left. Okay. All the buggies will be on the right of you as you're driving in. So when you drive in, you're going to see all the buggies. Yep. Nice. Or, or at least 90% of them there. You'll drive on past that on the road all the way up to our lodge. We've got a big lodge up there. We've got a blacktop parking spot up there. 
Yeah, I've got it pulled up on Google Maps. And I honestly, now that you say that, so right as you come off of, what is it, Peak Road? Yes, Peak Road is the so road you'll turn on. So the race hill, right as you turn that, I don't know, it's back a left-hand turn, that race hill's right there to your left? Yes, yes. You will actually drive at an angle beside the race hill. Nice. Okay. So, so we'll we'll park. We'll be parking most of the spectators at the up by the lodge, and we have a a field behind the lodge that you can drive to. Uh, my wife takes her Mustang in and out of there, so perfect. If a low riding Mustang will make it, ninety percent of the people will make it in and out fine. <laughs> better be better be uh, more than ninety percent. What are you bringing that's lower than a Mustang? I mean, do not bring your yeah. mini truck, okay? I mean, <laughs> sounds like you probably could. You probably could. But, uh, you know, what do you do? Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it on Google Maps here. And so, yeah, it does look like a nice blacktop road. I'm a little sad yes. right now. You'll be there in spirit. In spirit. I ho- oh, yep. Almost makes me want to change my plane tickets. Just do it. Uh, so, <laughs> tempting. It, it'll be a good time and, and we've got well I had one gentleman mention that there'll be 5,000 to 6,000 people there Jeez, it's gonna be insane you're not wrong about so, that we're okay I think we can if we don't have the parking spot we will find parking <laughs> we'll make it we'll make you a parking lot <laughs> yeah, we'll make parking we'll make parking you got a bulldozer no, I have a backhoe. Start, uh, start well, I can do a lot with a backhoe. Start shuttling. Oh, I've, I've done. I've done quite a bit down there in the last two days with a backhoe. <laughs> I like it. Uh, That's awesome. We'll make more parking if we have to. Hell yes! Uh, it, it is. It, the property is two hundred and twenty-five acres. Nice. So I'm going to say there's probably a hundred and twenty acres that we can park on. Wow, we can figure it out. <laughs> if, if there might be, you might have a walk to get to the racetrack, but yep, I come, hey. I come pick you up for the right price. You just call me up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shuttle service. There you go, bougie. I'll be making side hustle money. Get, get you, a, get you an old John boat. Take yep. the motor off of it. Hook it up to a bouncer, and then just drag them around. You'd pay ten bucks to ride in that. I mean, why wouldn't I? I just, I'd pay ten bucks to ride in it. Uh-huh. You got to bring your own helmet, though. Okay, it's my, yeah, my, you got to bring your own helmet. Good idea. Depends on who gets you're a hold taking, of the steering wheel. You're taking yours, aren't you? Maybe. Oh, oh, I thought you were signed up for recovery. Nope. Okay, I graduated to the start line. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, is that for the whole season? Yeah. So now you have no reason to get your, your junk done. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I got to get a rent. Like, I'm gonna okay, have to talk to somebody. You've met me. I don't walk. Well, this is true. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, but you're uh, just going to buy a turbo golf cart. Well, it might like, happen. You never know. <sighs> um, the funny thing was my <laughs> wife was like, we should take the dog on a walk. And I was like, honey, I buy things with wheels and engines so I don't have to walk. Like, If I could drive something from the couch to the bathroom. Probably, probably would. <laughs> well, hey, they've got those hoverboards now. No, I don't oh, see there's that. Okay, there's I'm not that. sure I'm yeah. qualified or skilled you know enough what, to be He's that. right. That's why I'd be okay. Right. He's not wrong. You got a helmet for racing. I mean, you can put it on and ride to the bathroom on your hoverboard. It's not going to protect my ass when I fall and or go through a wall. 
I feel like Shelby's got a saying for this. There is a saying. We can't, <laughs> we can't say it because we can't afford to say it, but we could say it in our minds. Oh, good. So, yeah. So, okay. That was my only other question that I hadn't asked was, you know, like, what if you have a non for like some of these parks you go to and like, boy, they're getting less to the than ideal getting to the hill. Yeah. And I don't understand that. Like you're trying to put on an event, make it easy for somebody to come and watch. Right. Yes. So that's why I, that was one thing I wanted to ask him. Must have now talking to you and seeing where the race hill is going to be at with the with Google Maps pulled up. It looks like no problem. Super, yes. super right. accommodating. The, the roadway in. Uh, I'll warn everybody. The roadway coming in. Is narrow. So I'm going to have people at the down by the highway with radios and up at the at the race hill with nice. radios. So if Make we've sure got a big trailer or something coming out, you don't have to uh, back up. And we can stop traffic you. down there and let them out or let them in. I like it. Sounds like you guys have really done quite a bit for organization to make sure that everything is hopefully going to go nice and smooth for the weekend. Oh yeah. I love we, it. We have a, we have mud fest down here every year. Ah, This isn't your first rodeo. So we're, we're getting, we're getting decent at it. I like it. We're <laughs> figuring it out. That's how it works, man. That's just you, one day at a time. One event at a yes. time. Yep. You learn a little something different. Each one. So, and now we're going to do rock bouncer stuff. Yay. And, and side by side. Like, so. everybody thinks of this as like a rock bouncer race, but like, let's not forget, there are side by sides that we'll be racing. And I have to admit, I have a little soft spot for side by sides. But like, you watch these big rock bouncers with like 1400 horsepower, 43 inch tires, like crazy, like they look wild. They like they almost should look like they should do what they're doing. You get a little side by side buggy and you're like, there ain't no way. And they run up the same hill. Oh, yeah. And that's the like <laughs> and and more times than not. And I just about would make a money bet on this that some of the side by side times towards the top of the list will be faster than the bouncer times on the same hills. And to me, that's mind blowing because there ain't yeah. no damn way yeah. something on 43 inch tires with 1400 horsepower should be flying up this rock face. But oh, by the way, here's a razor buggy at like, <laughs> I don't even 300 know, 300 horse, maybe 12 to 1300 pounds with a couple hundred horsepower flying up the same hill faster. What are they running? 35s? Like, I don't even think they're running 35s. 30, 33s? I, uh -huh. They're probably in the 32s, so, maybe. Yeah. But that's, yeah. I mean, Blows my fucking mind. So that's the cool thing is there are side by sides a, doing this with race with enough speed you can get over anything. I, it's impressive because <laughs> you're like, it. there's no what you just needed forty three inch tires to do that fast, and now you're telling me you can do it on half on thirty twos. Yep. Uh -huh. yep. So and and like I said, we're at seventeen bouncers and twenty one UTVs signed up right now. Um, as of recording this, which is Sunday, uh, and we're expecting quite a few more here in the next probably about a week to get signed up. Does that mean that I can take and put a turbo on a Cherokee 32s and really, really good suspension and go do dumb stuff like this? Well, you need a roll cage. Well, that's fine. Uh, you need a that. window net. Oh, okay. That's about all you need, really. And a helmet. Helmet. What if, what if you did that, though? Suit. What if you stripped an XJ down to nothing? 
plated the frame, put gnarly like bypass suspension on it. Triple bypasses. Yeah, triple bypasses, like the full nine. Yep. Four length and all everything, both yep. sides. And then just put on, like I said, a 33s. Okay. Just buttery. Bring it out. I'll line you up and I'll send you up the hill, bud. <laughs> like you just pass our tech and that's all you need. Wouldn't it be wild? It's window net. See an XJ go Cons. do that and you're just like, what just happened? <laughs> that XJ just followed that bouncer up that hill. Bring it on. Be entertaining. <laughs> I welcome that. Because that is how XJ drivers drive. They drive like rock bouncers and they're like $300 XJ. And it's like, oh, oh, God, oh God you, you got to spend money on suspension before Again. you truly get the suspension vibe. Again, with enough momentum, you can go through oh, anything. You can send it. <laughs> you can send it. It might not be so pretty at the end, but you can send it. It's all right. It's 300 bucks. Everything takes off <laughs> decently. It's yeah. the landing that the makes landing. the difference. Oh, yes. I love it. Okay. Awesome. Well, I think we pretty much nailed anything down. I don't see why anybody looks at Steve would want to miss this event. Um, but, you know, here we are. Well, now, hey, if he misses it, he's going to be wishing he'd been there. Be missing you are not wrong about that. Yes. And, and we get we get the rights to raz him all year. Yep. That's about what everybody's doing with me for missing King of the Hammers this year. So Correct. Um, I have no room to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeming uh, I have plenty of room to talk, I just don't do anything I say I'm going to do. So. We will see how the vacation goes. Awesome. See how we round it out. Um, just to recap. Williams Hill Pass, Harrisburg, Illinois, Southern Illinois. Make it happen. Point one off-road racing. Check it out. Point one racing.com. March. Oh, March. I was getting there. Okay. March 20th. <laughs> See, I, I had point one event and uh, then the date and time. Uh, okay. Uh, March like- 20th at 11 a.m. It's 30 bucks for the weekend if you're going to be there all weekend. Uh-huh. $25 for the day. Kids 10 and under free. What are we at? Yes. 17 and bouncers and 21 side-by-sides running twice up the hill, bringing the top 10 bouncers back, top five side-by-sides back, giving away a butt- whole load of money. Spend your money in Saline County. Thirty, Yeah, thirty dollars every 30 Saline. bucks you spend on the 17th through the 20th, that morning of the 20th, 30 bucks, bring your receipt, get a free entry for every 30 bucks. That's easy to do with gas anymore. That's right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, and then you win a win a what do you say a one sixty five Yeti? Yeah, it's a it's a Yeti one sixty. Yeti one sixty cooler, one, isn't it? Yeah, that's yes. a big one. Yeah, it's it's like a chest type freezer. <laughs> I, <laughs> it, it is huge. It's in the middle of my living room right now. It's a coffee table, is what it is. Right? Yeah, exactly. What it they is. sell cheaper coffee tables, Casey. Looks you great. don't have to I, spend that much money on a coffee table. Yeah, no, I'm going to have a hard time. And by the way, we're going to have a Williams Hill uh, pass sticker on the cooter and a point one. Nice. Feeling like there needs to be one more sticker added to the cooter. I don't want to have to pay for a right. Yeti. I know what Yetis call. You, you, you will have to bring <laughs> me the sticker if you want to put your sticker on the cooler. Okay, we can well make that happen. Done. Consider it done, sir. It's sitting right here. I see yep. it. It's um, what color? What color is that cooler? Sticker at, at the office. What color is this cooler? It's white. It's white. Oh, black sticker. Oh, white. Black oh, and red. No, we got we got the big twelve inch white one right there. Oh, that's true. We got the that's, big uh, dude. That's it. Twelve inch white one. Sold. It's a one sixty five. You can't put a six inch sticker on. You, you got to use. It. You need a big one. Yeah. Awesome. Can um, we have the sticker? We'll send it with Ian. Done. 
<laughs> Let's see. What else? Uh, check so? out point one dot racing for any more info on the update on the update yes. on the event. Uh, we're on Facebook. I know Williams Hill passes on Facebook with event info. Uh, reach out to anybody involved and we will be more than happy to answer your questions. Donate to St. Yep. Jude's. Yep. Yeah, St. Jude's is, is definitely going to uh, uh, have 10 tickets to auction offers at Z100's auction. Nice. So that'll be something nice. people may want to tune in and, and bid on the tickets. It goes for a great cause. And Hell yeah. I, it's, it's something worth seeing. Yep. You know, so you're, you're going to spend money. You might as well spend it good. Exactly. Awesome. Well, cool. Casey, and, I, and go ahead. I will throw this in. Ooh, more. When you come down, if you come down and spend the weekend with us, we have uh, what we call Garden of the Gods, Iron Furnace. We have a lot of scenic areas down here oh, that's cool. to uh, tool around and see before the show nice. or the event. Pre-warm up so, with some tourists. So come stuff. down Friday morning. Yep. Yeah, and the gates open at 7 a.m. Friday morning. Nice. Perfect. Slide in there, I'll park your rig, get your stuff all settled in, go out, go explore the area, the county. Yep. Burn out your yep. gas, go refill your gas. Yeah, go, go drive go. around so go you can buy more gas, right. eat lunch. Every but you get to see bucks. all the scenics, like all the, the sights. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, it sounds you like go a drive solid. around, spend your fuel, spend more money, and you get more injuries. And, and your wife is all happy because she gets to do touristy things, and you get to slide in some rock bouncer stuff. Hey, hey, it's that. That's that's a twofer. It's all about how you sell it. Awesome, it is. Hey. <laughs> Honey, there's yeah. a blacktop driveway going into the park. How right. I many? Come on. Oh, okay. There's a lodge. We there's must a lodge. go. Yeah, think of a nice lodge. We must go. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and we will have we will have some food vendors there. Cool. Ooh, I like to eat. Uh, point one has their uh, uh, apparel tent that'll be set up. So you'll yeah. definitely want to awesome. come early enough to purchase your shirts and everything. Buy a t shirt, bring a Sharpie, yep. and have everybody some, sign it. Buy some leggings. Yep. yep. Buy some leggings. leggings. Bring a Sharpie. Have them Sharpie. Even though my children are going to buy all the leggings before everybody gets there. So yep. you better you get better there early. Hurry. You better hurry and get That's them it. hot. Get them while they're nice. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Casey, I appreciate the time and uh, I'm excited because it's going to be one of the, um, I was going to say one of the first events, but it's like the second event, third one that I've one been of. to. One was our hangover run. This, at the this is going to be the, the first year. bouncer event you've been to in Illinois. Guaranteed. Yeah. Well, that is a proven fact. <laughs> so. And the closest one you've been to. I know. That's going to be super nice. Love it. And Keith awesome. has how many hours of driving to do? More than Ian does. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate the time and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks. Yes, definitely. Come in early. Oh, yes. I'm not good with early, but we'll see what we can do. Well, you come in on the 18th and you know, yeah. hang out with us. That's what there we're going to go. do. We're going to party it up. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. awesome. Got cool. any more questions? You good? I'm good. Send it. All right, Casey. Thank you much. Yep. Thank right. you. Bye. See you. Bye. I don't know what to do with my words. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a standoff on who speaks first after the phone call. Um, 
I'm ex- I mean, I'm excited <laughs> just to go outside and do something. Like, are you? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I struggle with how exciting an event it's going to be, but I also like. When was the last time you just could go to an event? Well, that's true. And I, I mean, I granted it's outdoors, but like, yeah, it's just an event, right? I love that the way they set that up is that the event is at the front of the park. Yep. Rather than the back of the park so that it's more accessible for the people that want to just see it. Spectator friendly. Yeah, spectator friendly. And why wouldn't you make an event like I that? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Preach to the choir, my brother. Amen to that. So now that we got bouncer talk out of the way, yes. we should talk about this past week's events and things that I did. Loki needed some work. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I should say this. <laughs> what had happened was, oh, there you are were going wheeling. There are some fun, yeah, yeah. yeah here what had are. happened was, we're going. Okay. So, uh, this week, I this past week, I had prepped Loki for Winterfest, and since the crew cab is not yet ready to, oh God, I have a story about that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) not even about the crew cab. I didn't work on it at all this past week. I had uh, some polishing to do and then I had work to, you know, work on the Jeep. And so uh, I went and picked up some parts for the Jeep. Uh, I wanted to rebuild the rear drive shaft, the double carton on the rear drive shaft. I want to rebuild that, see if that, uh, would fix my driveline vibration. And so I picked up some parts on Tuesday and then I went home and worked on the Jeep some, um, I worked on the Jeep on Wednesday okay. because I had to do a job on Thursday. So I had to get everything pretty well wrapped up, ready to rock and roll Wednesday. And then I did uh, work on the Jeep. Was it Thursday night? I think Thursday night. Yeah, I went out and prepped everything. I pulled the Jeep in the garage and did a fluids check and finished packing everything into the Jeep and everything else. So I drove the Jeep to Winterfest this year. First time I have driven the Jeep in over a decade to to a park to the park yeah not park. just like around town or anything yeah, like yeah. That. I've driven it obviously but yep. uh, this is the first time I've driven it to go four wheeling in over a decade yep because it was two thousand like two thousand ten I think something like that that I got uh, my Tahoe I don't. Remember, I went through the timeline this weekend and figured it all out and had all kind of good feeling of where it was all at. But either way, it's been over a decade. Finally got to drive it again. Pretty awesome. So um, there were a few things I wanted to fix on low key. One of them was the rear drive shaft. I wanted to make sure that it was good to go because that was kind of like a with the vibration. I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. So I broke the double carton down. I pulled it out broke it down and rebuilt it. Now. I say rebuilt it, but come to find out the part that I bought for a factory XJ front shaft, thinking that, you know, Dana parts, Dana parts, you know, it all goes together. The rear shaft is a Tom Woods shaft. I bought just the centering ball for the double carton. Okay. And on the Tom Woods, uh, whatever they use, that part number or the part that they use is the actual front uh, piece that bolts to the yoke on the back of the transfer case. So it's all integrated together. And I really needed to buy that whole piece rather than just the ball. Just the ball. Yep. Okay. So, or it's like, it's basically a bushing or a bearing is what it essentially is. But, uh, so I only bought that bushing. So I ended up tearing it down, looking it all over. 
It honestly looked pretty decent, except for the centering pin on the drive shaft. Mm-hmm. So the part that's actually attached to the drive shaft. Yeah. Um, that centering pin itself actually has needle bearing grooves in it. Hmm. So like they've been idling in one spot for too long. Yeah. And so it's actually got grooves worn into it. And I don't think that's a fixable. It's probably not you know a what fixable like thing. You, yeah. like, like, what do you do? Turn it down and put a sleeve on it? Yeah. But you at that I mean? point, you just replace it. Exactly. Cut it off, replace it and be done. Just Yeah. Just buy a new drive shaft. Done. Um, I like it. We're spending money <laughs> before we even went wheeling. I think what I think what I'll end up doing. So uh, I had been talking about this for a while. I was going to go with an Adams and then somebody was like, why don't you check with Tom Woods? I'm like, you're probably not wrong. I probably should double check with both companies. Just figure out. I don't know. Adams is the hot, you know, the hot newness. Yep. But yet that shaft is a Tom Woods and I had it for over a decade with no failures. Literally the U joints that I pulled out mm-hmm. on Wednesday were the U joints that came in that drive shaft. Wow. So they're like in like the double garden. Well used. And they looked brand new. Huh? Like even some of them still had the, the grease was still clean, cleaning them. Well, that's wild. That's impressive. Like they did well. So like, I can't yep. really like you can't bitch about it. Well, you can You've never torn it apart. You, you in can, a but decade. you shouldn't. This like, is still going to <laughs> you. You can bitch about it, but somebody's going to look at you and go, you're dumb. Like, <laughs> shut up, Karen. Shut up. Karen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I, I pulled it all apart. I checked it out, realized I couldn't rebuild it. I just cleaned out the needle bearings in the centering ball and re-greased that with brand new grease, put two new uh, two new U-joints in there and threw it back in the Jeep. And it did not fix my vibration. Come to find out. Uh, the other things I had to fix were when I clocked the transfer case, I had to cut a notch in the floor mm-hmm. so that the transfer case wouldn't touch the floor there. I massaged it with a hammer first, but it needed a little more clearance. A little bit more. Love. I knew that it didn't need any more clearance at the time. Okay. But if I was to go flat belly or change the transfer case skid to yep. bring it back up to where it was. Or like to back up to like factory or smooth with the bottom of the belly. Uh-huh. It was going to raise the transfer case an inch and a half. That in turn would touch the floor. So yeah, I was prepping for that. Okay. So I cut a notch there. I've never welded it back together because if I change seats, the seat bracket is likely going to hit unless I build it like perfect to that seat bracket. So I need to work on some of that, getting that all lined out. Figured to fit. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that is an open hole. Not an open hole, but like there is open floorboard there. Okay. I went ahead and took some kill mat. Yep. Just wrapped it over that, sealed it all up. It actually worked really well. Okay. I also resealed the hole around where my um, anti-wrap bar comes to the floor. I resealed that with kill mat. So I pulled my front seat and did all that, cleaned everything real well. So it was like it. prepped. I did a good ready job. To party. I, I did that. That was already a party. I pulled it in the garage, did a fluid check. Topped off the oil, topped the transmission was kind of low, which is odd. It was a, almost a quart low. I was like, oh my. Hmm. Like, seemingly I would have checked that a little sooner. You would have thought. <laughs> but then again, welcome to the sport. Well, this is me. Um, yes. So I, I topped it off and I topped off the oil and checked it. Topped off brake fluid, made sure that was all good. Power steering was fine. Uh, coolant looked good. Everything was on, uh, on the up and up there. Uh, all that stuff looked good. I had uh, reached out to Chris on Tuesday, kind of late in the game, reached out to Chris, had him order me a set of Curry Johnny's for those upper link bar, the upper uh, radius arms Yep, to uh, rebuild those because we know that that's an issue with the Jeep. 
and I've been talking about doing it forever and keep forgetting to order parts. So I reached out to Chris, ordered the Johnny's. He next dayed them to me. Nice. Uh-huh. And they showed up on Wednesday morning about 1030. Nice. So those came in quick. Um, I got those in, but was had insufficient time to tear the front end apart to do that. I, I thought that I might have enough time, but it just it wasn't going to work out. So I ended up not using those yet, but I will use I will be building new uh, upper links here pretty damn quick. I got some things to fix after the Tomorrow. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sounds uh, like foreshadowing and not like I, at first I'm like, okay, yeah, no forward thinking. The more, and now the it's more like, I sit here and dun, tell dun, this dun, story, dun. the more and more memories come back. Like, oh, I got to fix that. So um, let me just write this down. Um, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Put that in the notes. Um, <laughs> make sure not to forget about that. Or things to fix or things to discuss <laughs> about fixing. Yes. And uh, so um, Chris got me those from Complete Off-Road. That was super cool. You guys already know that Chris takes good care of everybody and has always taken good care of me on anything that we need. So uh, got that uh, in the mail while I was working on the Jeep. Kind of prepped everything else. I ordered a pop-up tent. We talked about the magic tent in the last episode. How did that? Okay. I we, don't want to talk we, about it. Let's hold on. No, 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 no. Nah, you don't even know. I don't went, want to talk about you it. You went full on sales, used car <laughs> salesman mode uh-huh. on this. Like I throw it in the air and then boom, it's staked <laughs> down, which to, <laughs> to your credit, magic tent. That is how the YouTube video portrays it. Yes. The guy throws in the air and then they cut scene and it's like sitting there. Staked oh, no, that down wasn't cut scene with lawn and garden furniture inside. No, I accidentally set it up in the kitchen and we have to get a new tile guy to come in now and take care of it. You broke the kitchen. It stakes itself down. Okay. It means tile or whatever. Ooh, right through the floor. <laughs> Big nail. Got it. <laughs> So do tell magic tent. How, how much did this thing cost? $52 on like Amazon or Amazon. Whatever? Yeah, it's okay. a Coleman two man um, pop up. And you got there, got all excited, whatever. And we're like, boom. Hey, guys, watch me throw this in the air. Hell yeah. And next episode. <sighs> <laughs> There's your foreshadowing. Damn. <laughs> I will tell you this. I'm going to forget to ask I will you. T- we're, we're in. We're in prep right now. And I. It, yeah, I'll, if it went notes, well, okay. you would have said, oh, yeah, no, we're fine. You would just move fine. There. I got it for you. Okay. So I set up in the kitchen because I want to check it out before I left. Right. I want to make sure that I, like, well, I, mean, I know how to set this thing up. I completely up. give you on Like that worst one. thing ever, you get to the park, you go to set the tent up and the zippers ripped on the tent. Like now yep. you have no other option. Um, so I did pull it apart. I did pull, uh, pull it out of the package in the kitchen and I had an idea that it would fit ish in the kitchen. I let it rip. And <laughs> presto tento. Was your wife home? Yeah, she was sitting in the in the okay. dining room. She was a little like, I don't know what you can do here, but all right. Uh, so, <laughs> so she was skeptical. She'd already watched the video on how to put this thing away with me. How prior. to put it away? Yeah, yeah. how okay. to pack it back up. I feel like it, it's like a wrestling cause match. Like, yeah, because like taking it out, it's easy. You let go and it just boom. Well, you know, you have to get that snake back into the, you know. The bag. package that's not <laughs> not big enough to fit the package. Right. Yeah. And uh, that that was the tricky part. I had to go watch the YouTube video again like three times. Like, I don't understand how. And so what it was. <laughs> you fold what with where? I was trying to do it. And um, I can you can't explain this over the thing, but I can show you. OK, huh? you fold this thing up like a hot dog. 
bunk. Okay. okay. All right. So you take the tent and you pick up either side of it and you fold it back together. Now you have essentially got a hot dog bun. Okay. You stand the hot dog bun up on its end and you grab the top side of the hot dog bun and you fold it into itself. Mm. All right. Okay. Now, the hard part about that is it does not want to fold into this position. It feels like you're going to break it. And come to find out the reason that it feels like that is because the part you're holding with the first hand that you made the hot dog, yep. you know, the, the bun with. You're holding that you need to kind of have a little bit of a loose grip, because as you roll this, that wants to slip. like It, it wants to slip into position. Okay. I was holding it too tight and it didn't want to slip into position. Finally, once I kind of like muscled it a little bit and then let it like loose, like loosened up my grip a little. It uh, it literally just folded up on itself and. Presto, boomo, back in the bag it went. Back to prepping. So <laughs> that's tent talk. So it went well. Yeah, yeah. Once I figured out like how this, you how, because there's a special trick to packing something like that back up. Hmm. Anybody that's dealt with anything like this before, because this isn't a new thing. Like lots of items use this technology of like folding it over on itself and letting it like self wrap, mm-hmm. essentially like. It wants to be in a certain folded position. Um, a lot of my uh, my photography stuff, when you get a deflector for that, yep, it works. It's same concept. Same way. Yeah, yeah. It balls up into a circle that's a little, you know, it's like yeah, 10 and inch. It folds out. And then when it pops open, it's four feet. Yep. It's just for the tent. But you have to figure out what that motion is mm-hmm. to roll it into itself. Um, so... That was, yeah, so I got the tent packed back in its bag. All good. Started loading up the Jeep. So the Jeep, I needed to put tools in. So I packed in my uh, toolbox of my three-eighths kit. Um, I packed in my half-inch impact socket kit from the Nico that we got off of, that I got off of Amazon for my birthday. Mm-hmm. But that on, so both of those fit perfectly in the floorboard in the rear seat. they like, you know, you watching me? Yes. Okay. You, you set the, you set the. The M, you set the um, the boxes they come in toolbox. Yep. You set it in at an angle, and then you just slide it in underneath the back seat, and this it is, like sits this perfect is in the how forward. overlanding starts. You know this, this is right? exactly how overlanding okay. starts. Yes. You play Tetris I'm, I'm to pack things. Yes, you're Tetrising <laughs> all of your off road things. So uh, I packed in my toolboxes there. Had my recovery bags. Both of those were in there. I uh, had uh, my three eighths impact socket set. Because I wanted to be somewhat prepared. If something does break, I do want to be able well, to you try were to driving it to the park yeah, for the so first time in yeah. years. So mm-hmm. I could honestly see you being over prepared in that aspect Very. because I would do the same thing. Yeah. Well, what if this breaks? Well, right. I got to have, you know, 9,000 tools to replace I was whatever. I was yep. trying to, I was trying to Derek inside you of Cherokee. Wait it. I should have waited. wheeling trip weight. I would like say driving it wheeling trip. If I'm guessing. It was 4,500 pounds normal. Yep. I'm guessing it was somewhere just a hair over 5,000. I'm guessing that maybe I had 500 pounds in it. Which isn't horrible when you it consider the tools I and didn't all that. take a jack. Bad on me. I meant to take a jack and didn't pack it. Damn. I need better strapping points. Mm-hmm. Because if you got a jack in there. Better overlanding. It's not attached somewhere. That's going to hurt when you hit you in the back of the head. You don't have to worry about it. Probably, buddy, because you're probably going to be getting coloring books for the rest of your life. Ding. (laughs) Hello. That's a one and done. Um, So, uh, but I packed everything else in. I had, um, it was going to be cold as balls. And I'm tent camping. 
So I packed three sleeping bags, my pillow, packed clothes. Um, so I had my, you know, my, my, my go bag in there with all that stuff. Had a lantern, a couple battery packs for charging my phone and things like that in case I needed those. Um, really, I just I packed all kinds of shit in there. Tools, impacts, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. I had I had three tool boxes, you know, like the plastic cases, yeah. three tool cases. I'll call it a case. Okay. I had three tool cases. One was a three eighths and quarter inch. Yep. That's my uh, my go, uh, Silver Eagle kit. The other one was the Nico half inch that goes up to like inch and a half or whatever the hell it is. Something mm-hmm. big. It's like it goes up to 32 millimeter and I think it goes up to inch and a quarter or inch and three eighths. Something big. And then I had my. Do you uh, think you needed that big of a socket set? Do you want more foreshadowing? <laughs> <laughs> I used it. How about that? Okay. I used it and I used the bigger end of the spectrum. All right. So there's your. I there's mean, your, okay, uh, there's touche. Your I was just kind of <laughs> speaking out loud here. I'm glad that I took it for no more than it took, than it cost me to take it. I'm yep. glad I took it. So um, I had that. I had the, my 3 8 impact set with me. Which is another little case, a small, very small case, and then I had, um, what else did I pack in there? I had my Morflate, had all my recovery gear. You took your Morflate this time. Oh, thank God! Because I just watched a oh, video the terrible. other day where you forgot your Morflate. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. Was it. that from our promotion company? Yes. Ah, oh, gotcha. It's a good video on YouTube. If you guys, if you guys don't follow our promotional company, go check out Eight Lug Productions on YouTube. As I heard a lot this weekend, apparently I'm a star, superstar in that in that uh, video series. Sign any autographs? <laughs> no, I didn't. That would have been proud of him. You should have just like should just done it. Oh, that'd have been great. Yeah. Oh, you want my autograph? Like, Whip out your sharpie. I think I took a sharpie with me too. I could have signed somebody's so shit. You took that a sharpie to sign autographs, but you didn't sign autographs. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing or indifferent. Uh, I feel like that. Like I feel like if you go to that you uh, seems a bit conceited yeah no? but i mean when you're big you're big right <laughs> gotta show up like you own a place with the safety this vest and then let you hey, right in the door you're not wrong you know so uh yeah packed in all my tools all my gear everything was good packed up well uh got fuel in the jeep and come friday morning i was ready to rock and roll Oh, I, I wiped the entire Jeep down. It had a little bit of mud so on it from driving up. around. I did ceramic. <laughs> I don't doubt it. <laughs> you, say, you say wipe it down. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that's not uh, what you yeah. did. And you I, know it. I started with the windows, right? I'm just going to, I'm just going to clean the windows off and I'm going to ceramic the windows so that they're clean. Yep. And so I ceramic the windows I'm like, well, since I'm here already, I'll just go ahead. And this rag's already covered in ceramic. I'll just wipe the rest of the Jeep down. And so I wiped the rest of the Jeep down and then I ceramic sprayed the Jeep. And then, Hey, since I already did all that. I may as well wipe the wheels down. Yep. See, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm literally just like sitting over here like it's because it's when it's yep. in the garage mm-hmm. and it's warm. You're, and, yeah. I, and I had YouTube rolling in the background. You know how easy it is to wax had, and clean things? I had some baller-ass Jeremy footage rolling in the background. Yep. You're watching yourself on yeah, TV. Uh-huh. Talk about, oh, I'm not conceited. <laughs> I just brought my Sharpie to sign autographs. Well, I'm going to watch my own this stuff is, on YouTube. So this is cool. Um Anytime, so I turned on a video. The video I searched originally was a Winterfest video. And the only like real footage I had from Winterfest was Winterfest 2018. And so I turned that video on and I'm doing my thing for a bit. 
And then Jeremy sends me a link. He's like, hey, man, did you check out the video yet? You know that I posted up. I was like, no, I haven't checked it out yet. I literally turn around to do that, to go to his video. So yep. I, I'm like, hey, it's already playing. You know, it's I've already got the TV on. Why not go to his channel? Yep. I spin around because I haven't been watching it. I'm checking oil and doing other shit. I spin around and look up and it's literally that video is already like auto played. And you're like, yeah, like I spin around and look, I'm like, boy, that looks like the winter fi- or that looks like the hangover run. Oh, it is the hangover run. Cause I think it was Josh stuck in that hole, like doing, getting nasty, trying to get out of that hole, you know, by the tree. You know what I'm talking about? I did watch the video. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you watch the video. Watch it's the only video. 18 minutes long, too. Which and it's all good footage, too. Uh, Jeremy does such a good job putting it together. Well, so I've seen somebody commented, and I'm like, yeah, I watched all 18 minutes. And I was like, 18 minutes? Like, I was there. You could have come up with 18 more minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I watched it, and I got done watching it. I'm like, that That's was good. a pretty perfect length video. Yeah. Like. Not your interest the, like I like to sit and watch wheeling, but like I'm not going to sit and watch it for an hour. Mm-hmm. Some people may like that. Personally, I think 18 is on the top side. No. Like 18, I think 15 to 20. Yep, is like the perfect. Well, that's why. So like I like, see 18, I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this real quick. It'll take a couple minutes. Yeah, and then 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, Ooh. <laughs> you know, but you're fine with it. Now I, so. you guys know already because we've talked about this before. But if you don't know. I like to, my showers are a bit longer than most people's. And so I'll just kick on YouTube, uh, offer a four wheeling video or a lot of like the restoration videos mm-hmm. because they don't talk in them. So like, I got to watch a video that doesn't have talking because I'm not going to listen to it in the shower. Yeah. All I want to do is take my shower. And while I'm relaxing, I'm a, like, be watching some off-road and shit too. Watch yeah, I do. So I watch, I, I probably watch as much YouTube in the shower as I do out of the shower. That's so, so an 18 to 20 minute video is perfect. Yep. Because it keeps me when that video's over, I'm like, oh, I've oh, been shit, standing. I wasn't here to wash I've been myself. standing in the water yeah. for five minutes. Like, gotcha. Okay. I should yep. probably get out. Um, so it's a perfect timer for me. And uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> I'll watch you in the shower. Steve's watching you work in the shower and love I love it. how so many people think that's odd, but at the same time, it's like, I don't watch my phone in the shower. That's, well, you probably don't shower for 25 minutes. I mean, I could run the water heater out with no problem. Yeah. But I'm not going to. What do you I do like, while you're in there? I'm just sitting there and think about shit. Oh, that's dangerous. Relax. Think shit up. Yeah. I don't need to be doing anything. I don't that. like them. I have my phone in there. I've been damn electrocuting myself or something. It's too much time but with my thoughts is bad. <laughs> kind of center. You got to center your inner chakra. Uh, so, so anyway, so anyway um, I got it. I got everything prepped on it. Um, so I, was, I saw Jeremy's video while I was in the shop. That's where that yep. led, that's where that came from. Side tangent. And uh, so that was kind of cool that his video was up there just playing on its own. And that's the thing. So if you search any kind of Badlands videos and you let it auto play out from there, like whether you're watching on TV or your phone and it just goes to the next video, mm-hmm. the odds of you seeing one of eight lug productions videos is pretty like pretty high because he has most of his video footage is from Badlands. Yep. So that's, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool for me that the other day I watched one of his videos and it auto played through his entire catalog. Hmm. I was like, nice works for me. I'm not going to bitch about it. Nice. Um, so yeah, I got all that done, uh, prepped, got the Jeep wiped down, clean the mirrors, all that BS. Like, you know, I'm going to drive it. I'm going to drive it. So why not be good to go? Mm-hmm. Got everything prepped. 
Um, we left, I left at around 8 a.m. on Friday morning. Finally got out of the house. Mike was going with me. Yep. Uh, bigger Mike. Who did he drive or did he trailer? He drove because he didn't take snow day. He didn't want to wheel with 200 XJs. Come to find out Friday, there's only like 40. So he's like, oh man, I should have brought snow day. This would have been pretty cool because, you know, it wasn't crowded at all. Yeah. So it would have been I mean, a good like, day. It wasn't even bad last so he, year. So he just came and rode with last me. Year. Okay. He actually, <laughs> funny enough, we get three quarters of the way through the day and he looks at me and he goes, you know, this was kind of nice just to come over here and ride. You know, I don't, have, nope. I don't have to worry about the rig or nothing. No. Nope. Like I just, I just came over here and ride. I'm like, why? Seems like I heard this on a podcast recently. Nope. Just go to an event. Don't oh, yeah. take your rig. Go to the event. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't go like wheeling. Like Same every time thing. I go wheeling. You take your rig. And like riding with like last year oh, yeah. at the yeah. Naxta event, I rode with you and I'm like, I'm just pissed you, my shit's not You built. rode with me for like three minutes until I broke it. Well, you drove for three minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, then I had to walk. Mike, his stuff was ready to go. I think he just, he, he didn't want to. He got scared off by dumpsters. Yeah, he was figuring that he was going to be falling dumpsters around all day. And he's like, nah, I'm good on that. They don't want to do dumpster things with this non-dumpster. Well, because dumpsters try to go places that they that, that other rigs shouldn't be. Case yeah. in point, your back window that doesn't yeah, exist anymore. Yeah, my back anymore. window that got blown out. Yeah, was following I dumpster. dumpster. <laughs> um, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but I thought it. Yeah, and that's and that was where Mike was at on the whole deal. I was like, ah, uh, even though Snow Day is plenty capable. Yeah. Um, that's what I mean. Like, I'd have brought it. Right. Yeah. And, and But he didn't. So he rode with me, which was pretty cool. It was nice to hang out with Mike all day. And go wheeling at the same time. Uh, had a great day. We're going to talk about that later. We'll get into the wheeling later. But I did get everything prepped on it. I rebuilt that shaft. Got it put back in. <laughs> How do you test a drive shaft after you, re- after you rebuild it? Burnout. Amen. <laughs> I was like, we're going to find out if this is going to break right now. And? Put it back in. Rolled out in the road. Uh, stuck it in four high and all oh, wanted- four high burnout. Oh yeah. Or not four high. I'm sorry. Had it in two wheel drive high and, uh, went to do a burnout and it just wanted to push it down the road. Like the, the, uh, STTs were just a little too sticky uh-huh. for that. And so I put it in four low with the front hubs unlocked. Then you have enough torque to like shock it. Yeah. Like the initial just shock. Oh, that seems like a great idea. Yeah. So I, I just, I just, Burp that throttle and it instantly turned the tires over. And then once you get them to turn, then it was easy. Then it was no problem because it was, it's on an oil chip road. Yeah. And so as soon as I turned them over, that thing lit up. I was like, oh yeah. Here oh we-. yeah. And I was babe. like, here we go. And uh, I just let it eat for a second. And then I just kind of, it was, I think it shifted into second. It shifted into second before I let off the brake. And then at that point, we already had good RPM and good tire speed. And then it shifted third gear. And now we're just kind of just skating down the road, just a nice, just light, nice, just a nice fishtail on forties. <laughs> there, no, there was no, there was no It was just, just, just all motor. It. It, it sounded good. It felt good. So I did that. Uh, that seemed to work out well. Took it, cruised it down the road. I kicked it back into two wheel drive, cruised it down the road at like, I think it was like probably 50 or 55 mile an hour. And it felt decent. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's not too bad. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty okay. Um, but it still had a vibration. I could still feel it. I was like, I think it's a little bit better though. And spun around, did another big burnout, took it back home. And then I had to go get fuel a little bit later. Took it, went to go get fuel. And 
it did not make it any better. It's actually a bit worse hmm. vibration now. Didn't we determine that your vibration was from pinion angle I don't in the rear? No. Because I thought you did some stuff with the anti-wrap. And it felt like it was less. But yeah. then when I undid that and put the anti-wrap back to where it was, it felt the same. No. The vibrations at the same speed. Hmm. It's all there. So it vibrates at 30 and 55. Okay. Like that's it starts at 55. I've not taken it high enough to come back out of it. It was up like up to 70. Well, you still know vibrating. what I'm supposed to say to that? Yes, sir. Oh, boy. I can't say it because I can't afford it. I'm going to go broke. But like. So, but uh, either way, it still has the vibration. I took it and got fuel. It still had the vibration. And then that's when I redetermined my route. Instead of taking 74, the interstate over there, I decided to go 136. Just take the back roads. I'm like, if I take the back roads and it breaks, I'll just pull it off in a ditch and tell Mike to go grab the trailer. Yep. No big deal. And Mike followed me over there. So. We had, had a spare vehicle. You had a chase rig. I had a chase rig, yeah. For your wheeling yep. rig. <laughs> I met up with him over in Potomac, and uh, he was sitting on the side of the road waiting for me because he actually beat me to Potomac. Yeah. And uh, I hopped out and handed him the, I, I picked up a set of FR of uh, FRS radios mm-hmm. before I left and like handed him one. I'm like, here, here's a here's a radio. We can just talk on these on the way over. So we just yep. kind of chit chat on the radio the whole way back, our whole way over to Attica. Made it over there safe and sound. And went and got checked in. And that is where I picked up my annual membership. I want to say the gold pass, but you didn't get the gold oh, pass. Well, like, you know, the gold. It, see, it sounds baller. It does. Like yeah. financial investment aside. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Financial investment aside. <laughs> if you don't so, think about the money. So we. Uh, I was looking at I was pretty well set on getting the gold pass and then i kind of looked at it and i my big determining factor was is it it so with the the advantage of the gold pass really the big advantage is so tell them what, what the pass is all right so it's an annual membership to the badlands it gets you in the gate if you buy the bronze it's just that it gets you in the gate free the rest of the year no matter how many times you show up if you want to come for 365 days it gets you in when you buy the pass, the pass is dated and it's it's one fiscal year, not one calendar. No. Yeah. Not one calendar year. Mm-hmm. So it's so if you get I got mine on March 4th. Yep. I'll have to renew March 4th, 2022. Okay. So it's good for a year. Good one for a whole year. year. Okay. Is it a calendar year or fiscal year? Which one is it? I, I don't, don't know. Calendar seems. It's good for 365 more. days from the day you buy it. Yeah. <clears throat> However you, you buy it, it in July or buy it January 1st. Yep. It doesn't matter. So there's no pro rate in that, you know, in that deal. And uh, so I picked up my annual pass. Uh, so so the bronze gets you in the gate free. The silver gets you 10% off. I should really look this up so I quote this correctly, but I'll do it off the top of my head. If you want more, go to Badlands Off-Road Park website and look this up so you can get actual factual goodness. But you get 10% off of off of merch. You get 10% off of food and is it food and drink? No. You get 10% off at the camp and you get something else with silver. And then with gold, you get 15% off a of merch, 15% off of food and drink, I think, or maybe it's 10% off food and drink, 10% off camp, but whatever it is, you get discounts on those things. Yep. And then you get a gold flag, a gold member flag, like a special flag. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I should have seen it. They didn't show it to you because yeah. you're not a gold <clears throat> member. This is true. You, don't you go you. in the back room, get your special flag and like a special 
How'd you like people ask like how'd you get your how'd you get a gold how'd you like get to be a gold member like you didn't go in the special room it was a nasty smelting accident <laughs> <laughs> you get a special room that made it exciting <laughs> executive room that'd yes. be awesome um, so anyway th- with the gold but the the highlight of the gold that you get without other than the silver and the bronze the gold highlight is you get to stay at the park for two extra hours. Mm-hmm. past whatever that you know which is, is nice yeah, assuming you plan on doing that exactly and that you was know. the issue is that I, my plan for the year the reason i bought the annual membership is that i can go every friday head over there be at the park when they open and then uh come home around 4 30 indiana be back here around five o'clock illinois time you know central time and uh i don't miss out on hanging out with my family friday evening Yep. But I get to go four wheeling every like oh every Friday. Hopefully every Friday. We're gonna try. When is that taking effect? <sighs> I don't know. I have to get Loki dialed in to be driving. Oh now nah, see, here we go. One of two things has to happen. Okay. Either Loki needs to get dialed in to be drivable, or the tow rig needs to get dialed in to be drivable. I'm drivable. pulling up a calendar. Because you bought the you pass. Gonna, you gonna set a date? Are you gonna set a date? Um, not currently. It's gonna be three to four weeks. So TBD. So let's see. We'll shoot, for, we'll shoot for the first week in April. First no. week into April. There's April a, 2nd. Is there a Friday that's been taken up yet on my calendar? Hopefully not. Uh, April. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. April April 3rd, I got to go up north, up to Kankakee to do a semi. That's cool. You can wheel on <laughs> Friday, and then Saturday you work. Done. All right. We're shooting for April 2nd, the first the first week I'm putting right here. Every Friday after that, oh all God, summer. Sounds wonderful. Holy hell. Um, let's go ahead and put the repeat down and we're going to put weekly. Oh boy. And duration forever. <laughs> duration all let's select how many, how many weekends, how many Fridays do you think there are between April 2nd and November 2nd? Four times. Let's see. Six months would be October. Second, six times four is 24. Let's do 30 weeks. Oh, boy. Done. Oh, my God. 30 wheeling trips in a row weekly. <sighs> you're going to have to put in some time if you're going to keep breaking stuff like this. Shh. <laughs> do, you know how, do you know how comfortable I'll be in my rig by November if I do that? You know how stressed out you could Stupid be in November if you are out of money. power through to do this. You'd be living in a. You'll be living in your XJ. <laughs> I just hit the OK button. Yeah. and watched all of the week, like all of that populate. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Every Friday has a wheel has wheeling listed. This is great. I'm sure I'm gonna miss something in there, and it may be every two weeks. Who knows? But I'm gonna shoot for every week. So. Yeah, it's every week through the last week on here is October 22nd. That's the last listed wheeling event right now. Let's do this. <laughs> I better get my shot. Better do some work. Oh, yeah. I got skillets. Do to you shine. realize what you just committed yourself yeah, to? I have to be wondering how much content I'm going to have. It, it's got to happen. Stupid oh, amounts. My Lord. If I put out a YouTube video every week of that. I'm here to ride to ride. I'll see how people, it goes. People are like, I'm in. Oh, boy. Um, hopefully, I'll get some other people to join in. And this this right here is why I started the Badlands meetup page. Yep. Yeah. Because that's going to be sweet. Like, hey, I'm going wheeling Friday. Every Friday. Friday. You'd be like a trail guide over there. That's the goal. So the goal. 
we could do a whole other podcast on this. Okay. Okay. We're going to talk about this and then we're going to end this podcast because this is going to get long. How long do we have already? A couple minutes. <sighs> okay. So. Let's throw it out there. The goal you for like the Badlands unofficial trail guide. I would like to be there enough that A, they know me by name. B, they know I'm coming. And C, they start taking my suggestions seriously. Who is they? Like the park. Yes. So what's your suggestion that they're not taking seriously? Well, I haven't I haven't voiced this to them yet because I don't have the I don't feel like I have the um the pull. The pull. Yeah, the I don't have the like you're not here every day. If you're here if you're there every Friday, like I feel like maybe your opinion may have some weight. Okay. You know what I mean? But what's the, like what's this big change <clears throat> need to make? What's your biggest complaint about Badlands? Well, I got a lot of them. What's your biggest complaint? Lack of new obstacles. Okay. What's Anything your next one? Challenging. What's your next one? Uh, lack of regulation on ATVs with two-stroke engines and dirt bikes. What? I know the fuck out of me. I want to little <laughs> piss ants and just two-stroke everywhere. One of my biggest problems is that entire park is a bypass trail. Yes. Like they're the following a trail is rather difficult. Now they're starting to improve that, but I think it could be one step better with a very easy upgrade. And that to me is give me a stack of arrows for orange trail. Uh-huh. Me and somebody with the park, whomever that may be hop into a rig. Yep. And we go out and we sh- run what is to be orange trail. Okay. On the arrows, they're numbered one through X. Okay. Whatever it ends at. Yep. You come off of some rando ass bypass trail and you come up on an orange arrow and that arrow has a number on it. Okay. Yep. You go find the next arrow and it has the corresponding, you know, the next number. Yep. You know, you're on the right track. Yep. If all of a sudden that number is not the same number, you know, you've missed something. Yep. Would that not be handy? Like you jump on a trail, you see arrow number one. Yeah. You keep driving. You find arrow number two. It is. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Not, I found it this orange arrow, and now I found this orange arrow, and I have no idea if I'm still on the same trail. Yep. Because there's so many off-trail passes. Yep. It's very easy to make a wrong turn when there's not an arrow there. You're not going to go into, like, danger if you take a wrong turn. You're not, but you can't follow the trail through. Yeah. That's because the whole park is a trail. That's The whole park is yeah. is off trail. There's too many bypasses. They need to. It's not, not even that they're bypasses. Choke it's just it down that so and many. dig it out. That's it. And we need, to, we need to structure it in such a way that it's easier. Like, when you hit one orange arrow, you can look ahead, mm-hmm. and there's another orange arrow. Because yep. if you do want to say, I ran orange trail, then you can run it. Now. Yep. My next thing, there are no signs naming these obstacles. I did one obstacle this weekend that had four names, depending on what group you're running with. Yeah, they'll have that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One person called it the playground. Another person called it the treehouse. Another person called it the playhouse. Mm. Like, there's too many names. Yep. How hard is it to put a damn sign on a tree next to an obstacle? Yep. Let's do this. Cue in the uh, Badlands meetup group. We can take that group. We can go out to an obstacle, take a 35 second video of said obstacle, 
throw it into that group and say, what is the name of this obstacle? What do you call this obstacle? And 87 people are going to give it a different name. Majority wins. Or if you don't have a majority and there's 87 different answers, then give it off to the owner of the park. Hey, which of these do you like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are we going to call this? Or take the top three and then have a vote on that same page. Yeah. So then everybody can vote on what they think that should be called. Like the one off the ravine. Some people call the one off the ring the, the rock face. Some I don't think you need it, to be there every Friday to drop these suggestions. I don't think I do either, but I think having weight. Being there every Friday will give me weight to say, here's what I think. Signing so, autographs will give you weight when you show up to events, <laughs> too. I'll just throw it out there. For I you. like it. I like yep. it. So uh, those are some of the suggestions that I'd like to push there that we need to name obstacles. I do agree that newer obstacles will be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they have the manpower. I don't know if that's high enough on their list to better figure it the fuck push out. the manpower to it. I would love to see purgatory restructured. Yep, and actually like dug out, give like actually like give purgatory a path, not mm-hmm. just one rock garden. Yep. So like purgatory is this obstacle, this obstacle, this obstacle, this obstacle, and whatever trail in between that. Yep, I think that would be really nice. Um. So, yeah, there's there's some things I'd love to talk with them about and kind of help structured up. Show up. Listen, let's have a chat. That's the goal. I think if you're there every Friday, maybe you can make that happen. Oh, you can make it happen. I would love to see that park be even more than it already is. So <sighs> we've gone too long. We've not even we've not even scratched the event yet. Yeah, we got to get into like the actual wheeling, which seems like using large socket sets, uh, exploding tents and bags. What else did I miss? Oh, there's so much more. Transmission came through the floor. Nice. See, we've got a lot to talk about still. There's your foreshadowing. Okay, let's. Uh, <laughs> Since we've already run long on this episode with talking to Casey and then talking about prepping for the event, let's go ahead and end episode 64 and we will wrap it up. Continue this in episode 65 nice. where we will talk about the weekend ahead. The clusterfuck. <sighs> no, it was wonderful. It's oh. a great weekend. Nice. Yeah. I had a great time. It's good times. <laughs> well, uh, Thanks for joining us for episode 64, and we'll catch you next week on the trail. Literally. <laughs> <laughs>